look, guys, all I'm saying is that if you have a third shoe, you always have a backup. Welcome to the Team Trash Cast. We're talking about fall, y'all. It's your host, Dr. Compost. I'm Logan Landfill. And I'm Wasteland, a.k.a. TJ. Alright, everybody. Today we're going to be talking about fall. We're just going to kind of take a deep dive into the season and just talk about, like, the do's and don'ts and the greats and the bads, the pros and the cons. Um, and so, you know what? It sounds like way bigger of a show. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> we're, uh, we're just kind of taking a casual approach to fall because, like, fall is great. Um, and, you know, we're, we're in the midst of changing seasons right now. Um, for those of my allergy homies, it's not a great time. If you hear um, any sniffles, shout out to my sniffle homies out there. I don't know what that was, but I sounded like a radio DJ. All right, everybody. So we're going to be doing, um, before we get into what we really like about the fall season, we're actually going to try to get some of, uh, some of, our, some of our, our gripes with it out of the way. So we're going to do hot garbage, and the way we're going to do that today is we're just going to say, like, real quick bullet point, one thing we don't like about the season. Um, does anybody want to go first? I will. Okay. Uh, I do not like how, like, David, daylight saving times comes into play. I don't like how the day uh. is actually shorter. So I that's one thing. I, I hate heat, but I love summer because the day is long. You could, like, finish your work day and then go on a bike ride or something or just cook with, like, daylight. Yeah. But the minute, like, if you work a 9 to 5 and you're done, mm -hmm. automatically, it, I feel like it's just, it takes some of, the, like, the, the fun out of the rest of the day. Sure. Because it's already night by, like, 5 o'clock. Right. Yeah. Like, your day's already over. Huh. Yeah. I would say pumpkin spice everything. Like, there does, <laughs> there does not need to be pumpkin-flavored beer. That's disgusting. Wow. We need, no, it needed to be said. We, we're, taking a, we're taking a strict stance. Here, well, hold on. Actually, I don't know about... You, Dr. Compost, are you... Yeah, actually, I kind of like pumpkin beers. There's, there's always... There's always one. Once out one. Okay, listen, there are, some, there are some breweries that do it really well. They'll add in different flavors and stuff, like uh, pumpkin and chocolate. Um, We're supposed a, to be united front. Yeah, but I can't, I can't stand with you guys on this one. I will be the tree that doesn't move, or whatever the Captain America quote is. My least favorite thing about the fall is probably just how busy I get um, in the middle of it. I'm a, a band director, and uh, with marching band and everything, it tends to be a very busy time of the year. It's kind of always been that way for me. Even like when I was in high school, I was in cross-country and marching band, so like I would go to marching band rehearsals, and then afterwards I would do our cross-country workouts, and then there were always meets and football games and all this stuff going on. So yeah, no, fall is just a really busy time, especially as a teacher, when you go from summer to fall. Summer, I'm still doing stuff with grad school and things like that but when it gets to be like the, the second third week of august i'm in marching band i'm in band camp and we're like we're working on it. it's been a little different this year because you know it has to be but yeah it gets crazy it goes yeah. from like zero to like 300 in a second it's nuts but yeah all right everybody now that we've said our least favorite thing about fall we're gonna go ahead and give you our favorite things about fall we're doing a six pack here today we are gonna do um a top six other people do top fives but we're gonna do our top six because we want to one-up everybody else um so our six pack here for today is our top six favorite things about fall after we list those six things we have 36 seconds to explain it it normally gets weirdly competitive and we're not sure why but it's a great time i think that was all because of me because i got i was like the first person who ever got timed <laughs> out so i think that's actually on me uh, to be honest, I kind of like that about the segment. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Who's, who's going to get timed out? Who's yeah, who's timed out? Yeah. Um, I, so I will be short. I will be the one that is going to handle the timer for the gentleman. Gentlemen, I will stick up one finger when you have just 10 seconds left. That is not relevant to our podcast listeners. But I'm just letting you know if you hear their pace they quicken. They know the rules. If, they hear their, if you hear their pace quicken, it's because they have 10 seconds left. You yeah. will have 36 seconds. 
to give your reasons, but you have all the time that you need to give your list of the items. <laughs> right. are, are you are you giving a top six? Oh wait, no, no. You say you were out. Okay. I will be. Okay. Same, oh, I will, I'll say what my favorite thing about fall is. It, I like to call it the season of sweaters, which is what this item, this episode is going to be titled. Huh. Nice. Fall in the season of sweaters, because nice. I'm also wearing a sweater vest right now. Okay, so for my six pack, uh, I have I have chosen hoodies, decent weather, vibes and activities, Halloween, pumpkin pie, and video game releases. One of those lost me. <laughs> um, okay, sir, when you are ready, three, two, one. Hoodies because they're comfortable. Decent weather because it's not too cold, not too chilly. Vibes and vibes and activities because even though COVID's going on, there's still plenty to do. Halloween because a spooky vibe. Uh, pumpkin pie because it's delicious and video game releases because there's always something cool to go around. That may have been our quickest six pack yet. That was thirteen point seven seconds. Yes, I, I I will not top that. There's absolutely. <laughs> I, I would never ask you to try. In like, fact, I feel that you should because I want the two of you pitted against each other so that you're both like take each other's lives oh. and then I can have my own podcast. Wait, what? <laughs> like, oh, all right. I, it can be the Megapod. Um, okay. <laughs> Okay. How right. would you go? Never mind. Right. Would I, okay. It'd Here be like when when Jim created a big big desk out of like all of out of Dwight's desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be mega desk. We only have one table in this room. Why do you gotta like crush my dreams like that? I'm just, like I just. Uh, all right. Here we go. So my top six. <laughs> I take this out. Too. Um. Yeah, we are. <laughs> well, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. All right, here we go. First, um, I have VMOs. Um, number two is hoodie weather. Number three is running in the fall. Four is changing scenery. Five is crisp mornings. And six is Halloween activities. What's a VMO? Um, so a VMO is like a Martin or an Oktoberfest beer. Um, they are like the, they're like their very own specific branching style of beer. It's a it's actually a brewing. Um, brewing uh, technique that goes back to like uh, Germany, right? So when you think of Oktoberfest, like October with a K, um, you think of German style beers, um, Belgian beers. I think of um, four lines holding beers and wearing corsets. Sure, that uh, th that too. Um, but th there's like a, part of that is because it's like the, the, uh, the harvest time. Um, and so that was one of the beers that they would, they would actually brew it from March to like October. Um, that's why sometimes they're called, uh, I think that's it, at least. That's why it's called a Martin, um, is because they start the brewing process in March, and then it doesn't end until October. Oh, um, okay. So, yeah. Um, so. All right. That, uh, yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Um, so it's always, it's always fun, um, as somebody that is a beer snob, um, I, I, which I don't talk about often when VMOs start at being added to the shelves, because it's just not, it's like, it's, it's, it's like that time of year, it's like the first signal. Um, hoodie weather, hoodies are great. Running in the fall, fall is the time for PRs, boys. Um, so FURTA. Uh, four is changing scenery. I love when the leaves start changing colors. It's just, it just looks nice. Crisp mornings. I love when you wake up in the morning and you get a cup of coffee. Um, and it's just like great Halloween activities. My girlfriend and I do Halloween stuff every October and it's always something to look forward to. Oh, you're kind of pretty close there. 33.1 seconds. I'll say, I was like counting down in my head. I was like, oh, you were on like two, three or four seconds left. But... Admirable, nonetheless. And yes. sweet. I love you both. You guys both had hoodies in there. I think they're... Oh, my gosh. It's just... I feel so sad for them sitting in my closet during the summertime. I can't, like, wear them. It's like, I want to wear you, but I can't because mm -hmm. it's too hot. I know. It makes me sad. 
I went. I actually went to Kohl's. I was looking at like like the long sleeve like Henley shirts. Like they're like oh, those are I love, love those. those for this for like fall and winter. They are probably my favorite like lounge attire. And then I was looking at like because I have like a pair of like the Sonoma dress boots. I was like looking at those as well. And I was like, oh, I, was like, I need to get a pair of those. Yeah, yeah, because they're like Macy's was having a sale. They're like they're like nine. They were like ninety dollars dress shoes, but they had them on sale for like. $39. I'd say attire is like the biggest reason that I enjoy fall, honestly. It's like I can start dressing a little bit nicer, put like sweater vests, you know, I can start yeah. wearing like Oh, yeah. Like going to the office isn't a pain. Like I hate when I work in like a business environment and I have to still dress professional, but in the fall and winter, I love it. Like yeah. because like in the summer, me. it's unbearably hot. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's, it's, it's honestly, I, I just realized it's kind of a crime that we don't have like fall fashion or like fall clothes in this uh, show at all. Because like, because f- fall is like the best time t- for um, sweaters and flannel and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, like, and we've, we talked, we've talked about, we had the well-dressed episode, you know, so like we it's talk true. about clothes. We, we care about that. Like yeah. we, we did the fitness photo shoot. True. So maybe uh, for this uh, next batch of um, social media stuff, we should just do a couple photos in some of our favorite fall attire. Got it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I got it. To me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's, I mean, I even think that's something we could probably talk about a little bit more. Um, is like, that actually is, uh, along the line of like hoodies and things like that, I do like wearing flannel too, but I didn't want to say like hoodie weather and flannel weather on the same list because like, you know. I feel probably, it would have been appropriate. Yeah. I, I just wanted to have a little more variety, but like, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, the fall fashion is like, it's so much, it's so much easier to layer up. Um, and I feel like that's the, the, the most, I don't know, for me, that's what I feel like I look the best in is like, just cover up all of the grossness that is my body. I, th- um, I think that's a guy thing that, um, we like, okay, we, we get the, so, the fall and the winter time because men look great in layers. Like what is like the comp, like the symbol of like a guy's, if we're being if we're being like like if we're using gender roles here, mm. like the 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 I call a guy in a suit, okay, that's like a typical typical masculine like thing, sure. and then for females, a, like a female in a dress. Like if we're looking just at those roles, you right. know, yeah. so females get like shorts and dresses and those things in spring and summer. Guys, we get like we look better in like winter and fall, yeah, you know, because we get to like wear suits and stuff. It's terrible because we can't all look together at the same time, except for like a few days of spring and a few days of fall. So people <laughs> should plan all their weddings. For for those times so I don't have to go to a wedding in a suit in the summertime and somebody I'm dating doesn't have to go to a wedding in a dress in the wintertime oh you ever think about that one of you is going to be uncomfortable at the wedding because yeah. <laughs> it's either too hot or too cold exactly but if you're going locks it's just right I don't know I was just going no that was that was that was not that was not all right guys I got a question for you <laughs> sure um this is this is uh, this is this is the uh, the most important question that we'll ever be faced with in our lives about fall. Um, what is the better fall flavor, pumpkin spice or apple cinnamon? I think we already covered this, so it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> apple cinnamon. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stand by his uh, his statement. Uh, uh, very, it, it was not a question. The, I like that you're both looking at me like as if I'm gonna disagree with you. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, will you? Yes. <laughs> no, st- no, I won't. I'm gonna say apple cinnamon. Yeah. Um, I have not seen you in just I've maybe once, but I have rarely seen you in just pumpkin in this house. 
Uh-huh. We have had apple out the wazoo. In this. Yeah. I just had apple the chips. Wazoo. I had cinnamon a couple of apple chips this morning. Yeah, dude. I, uh, apple cider is like one of my other favorite things about fall. And there's a it's, gallon of it in the fridge there, right now. I don't see a gallon of pumpkin cider. Is that a thing? That's no. That is the worst. Is there like a cold pumpkin beverage? Um... Starbucks has like a pumpkin cream cold brew. It's actually it's super good, um, because because their their cream the like the cold foam cold brew stuff that they do is really cool. Okay, listen. If they had an apple like a caramel apple one, I would so much rather drink that. But they don't. They don't. That's interesting. Speaking of which, I need to get me some apple butter. Apple, apple butter, butter is also yes. great. You've never had apple butter? I I feel like I've I've heard of it. Is it like oh. is it like uh, is it like similar to caramel? No. No, it's um like a would you, would you say it's like a it's a sweet it's like a sweet spread. You can put it on um toast toast bagels. English muffins bagels like I think I have had that before. Like like maybe like a Bob Evans. Well, boys, I think that we have settled the age old debate um on what is the like the better fall flavor and and you know you can trust us your panel of experts your culinary champions it is definitively apple cinnamon thank you i don't we should get like championship music or something we should yeah Um, i could not care less if pumpkin is the mascot of the fall season right just like i told san francisco oh no pumpkin can it can take its its yeah it can take its gourd and it can shove it I like um, it. <laughs> every every week I tell I, every week that's, that's this gonna my be new, new like little like uh, <laughs> every wasteland's week. corner just like talking wasteland soapbox waste box waste box we're spitballing here <laughs> yeah. but uh, let's go ahead we're gonna cut it now um, to a fake ad uh, for you and it's actually kind of it's kind of like not a fake ad it is I don't know we're we're we're, we're just gonna take a I would break. make we're just gonna take a little break we're just gonna take a nice little break oh. We hope you enjoy this next bit. Here to present you a poem about fall. It's late nights with landfill. Hey Google, play the sound of a fireplace. Could you be any less classy? This is supposed to be a classy... Eh. Yeah, done. Logan. Hello. I'm Logan Lightfield. With the falling of the leaves and the changing of the seasons, everything is pumpkin spice flavored for all the wrong reasons. Apple Harvest Festival, trick-or-treating, think of all the wonderful foods you'll be eating. Cuddle with your boo next to a fire. As the weather gets older, let's not pretend that fall isn't the best as we all get a little older. Thank you. This has been Late Nights with Landfill. That's right, it's my segment. <laughs> hey Google, stop. Or, or I guess anytime you were hey, listening Google. to this, stop. honestly. Let's just, just, somebody just, just, just play the outro music. Google. Just, <laughs> just, 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 just. the team trash cast hope you all enjoyed late nights with the landfill we're gonna go ahead and move into back alley ideas now and wasteland i'm gonna let you take it from there in back alley ideas we one of us will create any sort of idea to pitch to the others and basically we need to rationalize whether or not it will work or throw it in the garbage can throw it in the alley 
So we can modify it however we like. It's completely imaginary. And at the end, we all decide whether or not it's something we would move forward with. And by that, I mean just that we <laughs> think it like works. So I'm going with the picture today. Gentlemen, my idea to you comes from a place of simplicity. Fall is the season of sweaters. Mm. People love sweaters. Mm -hmm. My idea is a sweater that infinitely allows you to store things a la the Jimmy Neutron Cube. Basically, it's a sweater that whenever you put something down your shirt, you kind of, it's stored, in it, but it doesn't change your shape whatsoever. So it acts as a bit of a pocket. You'd look like a magician every time you go to take something out of the sweater, but basically you would never have to worry about carrying anything. And for the female homies out there that wear sweaters and hate the fact that the fashion industry seems to hate women in pockets for some reason, this would be able, there would be female versions as well that would allow y'all to have this infinite pocket. Well, as somebody... Well, some of them use their bra anyway, but it's basically the same concept. Sure, sure, sure. As somebody that is very high up in the fashion industry, I'm going to have to just immediately just dis disagree with this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's, I this was, really I was, will be a quick show. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was creating a character. Um, it didn't work. Um, so, wait, but all right. Okay, hang on, hang on. So you're, 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 you're suggesting this sweater mm -hmm. has it, an infinite void inside yes, of it. absolutely. So what happens to your body when you put it on? Uh, I would like to believe one of two things. You could either... Fine, I forgot I have to pitch it as, as it is. Um, you become weightless. The top, Your torso becomes weightless. Anything that is covered within the sweater becomes weightless because it is sitting within an infinite void. Think of it like huh. a fisherman's jacket, but a sweater, but none of the dorky look of a fisherman's vest. Okay. All right, what happens to your arms? Like when they pass through and they go through the holes. It shows your arms. I feel like you're getting stuck on the logistics of this. Basically, uh -huh. yes, if you were to remove the sweater from the person and is and you're wondering what would they look like underneath, yeah, they would look like you know a head and arms on a green screen. Like if a guy was wearing a green sweater on a green mm -hmm. screen, that's what they look like. But you're wearing a sweater, so you don't have to worry about that at all. The sweater, the sweater void only covers what... It is covering. You guys are staring at me, and I don't like the way you're staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> I like this 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 idea. Is a pocket like a sweater that has a pocket dimension inside of it? I feel like the female homies, the female listeners might like this far more. Yeah, that's fair. Do you know, and especially in the dancer world, do you know how many of my female homies complain? About not having pockets. Literally every woman that I have ever... Every, uh... Every, um... Yeah. 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 And have you seen the joy in their face? Like, this is a much, uh, This is a very dancer thing. The joy in a woman's face when they get a dress with pockets mm -hmm. is a joy I can only compare to, like, if a man got told he got superpowers. Like, it is a joy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a joy in, in, in elation. So, you know, maybe we can market this more towards our female demographic basically like the infinite pocket sweater i don't have a good name for it mm. you know oh yeah. that's points because man we, we have pockets <clears throat> already so this this <clears throat> pocket sweater I, I i think part of it is that it's breaking my brain 
a little. <laughs> and I'm thinking about the physics of it. You just got to think in a think in a 10-year-old box. You get to yes. think, think of a mind sure. like a 10-year-old and just be like, all right, yeah, I would do this. Keyword, a la Jimmy Neutron. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for Remember sure. Remember that infinite sure. cube Jimmy Neutron used to have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was like a, it was like a negative dimension inside of it or something like that. And yeah. It was just like... It's like very comic booky. Uh, for for those of you who don't know, uh, basically very similar to what like Doctor Combos just described, Jimmy was able to throw anything into this cube, and it would fit infinitely. I but I always wonder how he got the stuff into the hole if it wasn't big enough. But I feel like it used to like vacuum itself. Yeah, it did it like vacuum things inside? Of it. Yeah. So that's actually a fair a fair question. So two questions. Mm-hmm. One, how do you get stuff out of the sweater? You just, it's like when a girl like digs in her bra or something, you just open your sweater like a little bit and then you just like dig in for it. So it's just like whatever you, so is there like a functionality where like whatever it is that you're thinking of is just there? Nah, man, because when you like dig in, you'll begin to feel all that is in the void. We can create like a little Janet from the good place in there to like help you find like the stuff in the (laughs) void. You know, <laughs> you like that's that? Good. I like that. That's good. That's good. I'm for it. I'm yeah. for it. I mean, like, I don't wear like sweater vests, obviously, but like, oh, it's not I a sweater get... vest. It's a sweater. Okay. So like a cardigan or like a? Oh no, like a sweater with yeah. sleeves. Like a, okay. like a like a like a t-shirt sweater. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, because I'm wearing a sweater vest. I guess you guys were thinking. Yeah. That's what we were thinking. Yes. No, also... no, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a. Um, we can, no, we could do a line. Now, are we gonna have background checks on this thing? No, it's because, a sweater. Yeah, okay, but listen. People could do a lot of bad stuff with this. We could do this. Consider Anything that is heat sensitive uh-huh. does not fit in the void. So basically, when your body goes on the sweater, uh-huh. the void does not recognize it as something that must go in it. So this really only would work for inanimate, like, uh, not hot objects. I see. Well, mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. definitely takes like the kidnapping component out of that, so cool. I was thinking um, people would use it to smuggle people like, oh, yeah. like, like sure. across like the Canadian and Mexican border. Sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs> But, like, what about people that store things in it, like, weapons, and take that to a place where, like, you shouldn't have those? Um, if there was some type of way to have this, like, a metal detector or something... Oh, that's a good point. Huh. I hadn't thought about that. Um, the technology that you have access to cannot get out to people. We're trying to sell a, a sweater, bro. Like, we wanted to get out to people. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, like... Are you saying you don't like my idea? I think I might. Why don't you guys just have your little deliberation on whether or not you want to approve my idea? How are you feeling, Leia Phil? I approve it, but I think, like, going off of Dr. Compost's, like, if it's going to be used in, like, the wrong hands, like, maybe make it in, like, limited quantities. You know what we should do? Make it in limited quantities, give it to specific people, and then make a movie about it. Yeah? Like... What? Um, <laughs> we, we make a movie where, like, the hero is only a hero because he has this magic sweater. Right? So we're, we're, you're pitching a film idea adapted uh-huh. from my sweater. Yes, I am. I do. Um, have you ever seen the movie The Tuxedo with Jackie Chan? No, no. I haven't. Okay. Uh, Jack, the, Jackie Chan gets a tuxedo that's like uh, that's like programmed to be like make him into a kung fu master, basically. Um, I don't remember if it was kung fu, but uh, martial arts master, which he already is. But... Um, but, so that's, like, the whole premise of the movie, right? And, like, the tuxedo is what makes that character special in that movie. I feel like this sounds like a Disney Channel original. This it, sounds like that Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants movie, but with kung fu. But with a sweater. You see what I'm getting at? I don't know if I want my sweaters to be used like that. Oh, okay. I hadn't thought about these nefarious purposes for my sweaters. Gentlemen, I'm asking for your decision on whether or not you'll approve my idea. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I approve it. Yeah, okay. 
The twist is, aha, I am a super villain and I shall be using my sweaters for villainy. <laughs> oh, okay, well in that case, uh, no. Oh, I guess I should have done that when I left the, the, the Yeah, maybe room. after you left the room. Yeah. Yeah, um, hey security. Oh. Yeah. Oh, um. um So that was, it was pretty fun. So it was a good time considering like that. I was at a, just a crappy job at the time. So it was like, it was a good, like break away from that. Um, especially towards the end of the year. That is so sweet and wholesome. Oh my God. Yeah. That's really nice. That's really nice. Like that. I've been wanting to go to that apple harvest festival for a long time, but hers is very fun. It's like, it is. I've been wanting to Don't like, if, if I can give you any advice, do not pay for food unless it's like something that like you're like. Oh, I re- like I really want that because like you can get samples of stuff. Like, oh, all the time. Yeah, so do not, do not like spend like splurge on food because you can just get samples of stuff. Or yeah. as I call it, a Costco lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you guys ever? Um, I don't think we guys were like when you were teenagers, but when I would walk around um, the mall, you would like go to like the Chinese food place always had samples. Yeah. Um, and like you would try to go back several times to see how much you could like get like get away with. Yes. Yeah. Like how many samples you get. Cause they always have like the toothpick with like the chicken. Yeah. Um, my favorite fall memory is one that is maybe a little bit more embarrassing, um, for myself. It's not my favorite. It's, it's one that like, maybe I shouldn't say favorite. It's a fall memory that sticks with me. And has haunted a couple of my friendships that I should have ended a long time ago. I know what this is. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. And granted, I shouldn't have ended these friendships. I have uh, two friends. Um, the one who's been on the show, Red Roach, uh, Jake, who was on the video games episode. And an old um, friend of mine who was uh, an old dance instructor. Are probably among the very few people that oh remember this happening. I... I have always had a bit of a big ego. I fluctuate sometimes between being really kind-hearted and being really cocky. And um, this was one of the more cocky periods of my life. It was probably about 2013, 2014. I was just, as a young man, figuring out what types of styles that I liked, you know, figuring out like what I liked to dress. And I, I remember at th- this was like one of the first times I ever like, I uh, was like wearing sweater vests. I like was wearing like Argos sweaters. I, I was really finding like what I like liked to like I was finding like dressy or preppy kind of sure. stuff to like wear. And I was feeling myself. And um I happened to notice at the time 
that I just happened to buy a lot of red. I had this red belt. Oh, I had a, I had a pair of red band, Vans that I bought. Um, and I had a pair of red dance shoes. And the culmination, like the, 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 the straw that broke the camel's back, Porky Pig, the straw that broke the camel's back was I bought this belt that was reversible. It was like, um, I bought this belt that was reversible. It was like a sky blue on one side and on the other side it was red. And Dr. Confos is laughing at me. He's a very bad friend. Um, <laughs> I've been laughing this whole segment. <laughs> I know what this is building towards. Ooh, ooh. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> um so, I, I was just... I was slowly amassing an arsenal of a lot of red items. That I was wearing something red every day. Like red sweaters or shirts. It, 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 it was getting out of control. Uh, and so, I decided to post on Facebook because I thought I was very self-important just because I got more than 10 likes on a photo at the time I thought oh yeah people want to hear what I got to say which is what any foolish 21 year old will do um, so I posted that the fall should now be known as red fall and that people should wear red in honor of nothing that's it there was just I just said red fall is now a thing just start wearing red I started trying to create different clothing themed weeks uh, within red fall and um, I remember my friends in, that I still have to this day, especially Rat Roach, have not stopped making fun of me for it because I kept this theme until the winter began of wearing something red every week, every day, actually, because um, I always had the belt, so I was uh, always passing it. I even did a week, I did like a short like theme of Argyle Week where I wore Argyle every day of the week. And as I bring on more shame, the story is just not... <laughs> It's a very embarrassing story. I mean, it could be much, much worse. Basically, I thought it was so self-important that like people would care about this, and so I would go up to my friends and be like, why aren't you wearing red? Oh. Yeah. Just obnoxious, right? Okay. Like, yeah, All like, right. Yeah. So like, you wanted to force your friends to wear red this, I, I like, this entire fall? It was basically, I was, it was my equivalent of trying to do one of those like stupid Facebook challenge chains. Okay. Um, but right. I instead, I don't even think I, I don't think I tagged anyone. I just made the post or whatever. And like, I took every piece of red that I had and put it in an armchair and took a photo of it and then just posted that. Uh, declaring it red fall. So self-important that I thought, oh yeah, my friends are going to do this. I will say, I will give credit to one girl I was um, hanging out with at the time indulged me in this. To be fair, that girl and I were hanging out a lot and we were into each other. So that's the only reason... She was indulging me in any of this. Um, but yeah, my, I guess to say my embarrassing fall memory is that because now Red Roach and my other friend like to remind me of this every few months that nice. I, uh, they like to say, oh, you made Red Fall? And then I have to risk them telling someone That's great. that I was this self-involved of a 20 uh. something, which now that I've said it on a podcast, they can go suck it. Uh, <laughs> because I'm taking control of the narrative. Hooray. Oh, and I would make every post that I did, I would post myself on my Facebook like almost every day with hashtag Redfall. Uh, I thought this would be funnier for me talking about it, but now I'm realizing just how dumb it is since I'm talking about it. No, I'm sure it's funny. Um, that's, that's, that's always... It's really stupid, isn't it? Could I, could I share one of mine? Did you have another one that you were going to? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, so this is, this is like, uh, 
it's kind of a two-parter. Um, I'll try to be brief. When I was in high school, I was in cross country, um, and so I was um, I was a uh, I was running a lot, and uh, I was trying to get a lot better at that. Um, when I was a sophomore, we uh, there was a our race for districts. It was the state qualifying race, um, and the way that it worked, it was kind of um, it was kind of complex. But basically, you had the top three teams at the district race would qualify for states, and so they would go to run at the state meet. The top 25 finishers outside of that, it was 20 or 25, the top 20 or 25 finishers as individuals outside of those teams that had already qualified would also qualify to go to the state meet and run at Hershey Park, where the Pennsylvania State Cross Country stuff is. So I, as a sophomore, was in the race and I was, you know, I was, it was the end of our season and I was doing pretty well that season and I was like, maybe I'll be on the bubble to get into states, maybe I can go to do the state meet. And that'd be really, really cool because I would have been the first sophomore from my school to qualify for states. And so I'm running, you know, like getting through the, uh, going through the course and everything. And there's like, it was really cool. Um, on the course that we ran, there was a castle that was like, you would run through this castle and you'd be at the last straightaway up to the finish line. And so you had to like sprint once you got past the castle to the finish line to try to get your spot. After I got through the castle for the last like 200 meters of the race, essentially, there was one guy that passed in front of me right before I got to the finish line. That guy that passed me was the last person to qualify to go to states that year. And I finished two seconds behind him. Ooh. So the time between and was what kept me from going to states that year. And for me, that was a pretty big goal. And so the entire rest of like the fall, the spring, the summer, the winter, whatever, all the way up to the next cross country season, my family kept saying two seconds to me, like if I was like, I'm gonna take it easy today, and not go for a run. And so like, which was not cool, actually. That, that looking would piss back. me off so much. Oh, oh yeah. It, it did, it wasn't great. So, uh, so I went, and then the next year, when I got to the, the, uh, I was, I, I was going to make sure that this was not going to happen to me again. Um, so then I went back for my junior year, and actually, it was really nice. My junior year of cross country, our team was so much stronger than it was when I was in my, so when I was in my sophomore year. Junior year, my team was so much better that we actually were one of the top three teams to qualify to go to states as a team itself, which is a way bigger deal than sending a couple of people for, like, as individuals. And it was just really cool because I had a lot of my friends that were on the team. There were three or four guys that were all seniors that year. And so for, like, their senior year, we, we pushed, like, everybody to be better so that we could make it to states. Um, and we, I think, were the sixth team in my high school's entire history to ever make it to a state competition of anything. So it's not like we went and we won it or anything like that. We, there wasn't really any, we were not, we were never going to be that level, but the fact that we made it to states um, as a team was really huge for us. And it was really cool to share that memory with a lot of my friends that were on the team. It was just a, it was, it was awesome. I remember hearing, like, I remember finishing the race and just waiting for the results and then, uh, then like going to the podium where they gave out the medals and stuff and having them announce that we made it as a team to go to States that year. It was, it was just, it was great. It was just one of those things that you kind of hold on to. So those are my glory days for sports. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm just saying nice. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It was a good time. That was fall stuff. That's why I love running in fall. Honestly, it's part of that. So, do you feel like you still feel that same sense of pride when you run now? Not at all. 
Oh. <laughs> um, mostly, no. Well, I mean, yeah, in a sense, like, as I'm getting back into it, because um, I'm still working on that and uh, um, keeping up with that from when we were talking about that last episode. But uh, and, and my times are improving and everything, and it's like I'm, I'm getting faster, getting better, getting stronger. Um, Have you noticed, like, a yearning to get rings? Yeah. Or to feed a bald man with a mustache? No, I mean, my hair's been getting spikier. Mm-hmm. Um, You've been looking a little blue. Yeah, um, I dyed my hair blue mm-hmm. um, and my beard too. Yeah. Um, I only ever see you in red shoes. And I and I always I like I'll like step outside when I'm about to go for a run and I go gotta go fast and then I go running. <laughs> um, and so like that's yeah that's that's my mantra. No, but as I'm getting better and like stronger and everything, I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm feeling a lot better about running. But uh, I'm not quite as fast as I was in high school, um, just because when I was in high school, I was doing that consistent. Well, I might, I might not get there. It'd be nice if I did, though, because, like, 26 is supposed to be your physical prime, so... Really? Um, it's like, well, you're late, mid to late 20s, so I'm uh, stronger than I was when I was in high school. So I'm hoping that eventually I can get to the uh, fast side of things. So, Yeah. Guys, let's go ahead and do our Rotten Rex now. Um, in case you haven't heard or haven't listened to this part of the show, the Rotten Rex is a segment where we recommend something for each other um, as hosts, but it's also been a couple of episodes since we've all been together and we've had a couple of guests. The guests typically will give us a group recommendation, um, which we've checked out two of those now mm-hmm. since since the last time we were all together. So we're going to talk about the group recs first, and then we'll talk about the recommendations that we had for each other. Now, so... Our recommendation um, from the Captain Curbside episode, from the Money episode, was to watch an episode of Monk. Uh, it's an older television show. Not old. This is from the early 2000s. Starring mm. Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. About a man with OCD and, and a few other mental disorders. Yeah. Uh, and he's also like a consultant or like a cop. Yeah. It's it's kind of odd what his like uh, job is, but he's, he's, he's essentially like a detective in the show, more or less. So yeah. he works with the, uh, the police department um, and their detectives to solve like homicides and uh, murders and a whole bunch of, uh, a whole cast of crimes. I watched the pilot and I think you watched a different episode. I did, yeah. Um, the pilot, which I foolishly did before we attempted to record, was an hour and a half long. Hmm. Um, however... It was enjoyable for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. The guy, like, he just, like, the way he understands cases is, like, really good. Um, I'm a fan of Tony Shalhoub, not because of Monk, which a lot of people are. Yeah. I know him because he's in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, um, which is, like, much newer or whatever. But that guy is, when he's on screen, he really knows how to, like, draw a lot of attention to himself. Um, it definitely has a lot of persona. Honestly, I enjoyed this. I, I liked it. I would watch another episode passively. I don't. It'd be like Bob's Burgers or Futurama to me. Well, I, I could binge Futurama. It'd be like Bob's Burgers. Great show. I know it's a good show. I know I'd enjoy watching it. I don't think I'm gonna necessarily watch it. Into, it's not. It's. Not, I don't think it'll be my next binge. Sure. Right. Not something to watch a whole lot of in succession. Yeah. Um. I watched the episode uh, Mr. Monk and the Dog. Um. And uh, basically, what I did is I, I I've already watched the show like when I was younger. Um, I had seen a few episodes on TV, so I wanted to go and see what was, like, one of the quote-unquote best of episodes. So I went on IMDb and searched, like, best monk episodes, uh, and I was like, I need one that's a standalone that's not part of a series, because the finale is actually rated really highly. It's, like, the two of the best episodes of the show are the finale, apparently, um, which is nice, because, you know, you know a show is consistently probably 
consistently good if the finale is good. Um, and they haven't just jumped the shark and everybody hates the finale. <clears throat> Game of Thrones. <clears throat> um, so, uh, I've actually not seen Game of Thrones, so, so I can't yeah. even say that. I've seen Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't, I don't want to get fired because I didn't think the finale was as bad as people say it was. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, so I really liked Mr. Monk and the dog. It was, it's just, he's, the character of Mr. Monk is so interesting and, um, exploring the, uh, because of all of like his neuroses and everything, like everything that uh, everything that makes Monk an interesting character, he doesn't really get close with a whole lot of people all the time. And so it's interesting when you see him in an element where he's not exactly comfortable, right? So if you think of somebody with somebody that um, has obsessive compulsive disorder, or they're probably not going to deal with having an animal in their house very well. Like his house is so tidy and kept. Um, he tells the dog not to shed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just, I didn't expect, the, like, there were some moments of this where I laughed yeah. in the show. It's a very funny show. Can I, like, see an observation that I caught, though? Yeah. I think the show would be made differently today. Because sure. when you watch it, and I was realizing it, some of the jokes, it's similar to the Big Bang Theory effect, mm. like how the joke is not, it's not, oh, we're all nerds, like, let's laugh at something together. The joke is, look at the nerds, they're a joke. Right. It felt like okay. Monk, while Tony himself can be funny, yeah. or like goodness delivery, it felt like when you're watching this, oh, they're making fun of this guy sometimes, even though he is this, you know, the power character, right. or like, you know, the primary character. Sometimes when they like, like even his, the way his nurse treated him in the pilot, like she called him like a nutcase or something. I might be misremembering that. But like the way she treats him in the beginning is like if any nurse ever talked to someone with like mental, like mental, like those type of mental disorders like that, it'd be unacceptable. Yeah. Um, So I just, I thought it was interesting in the sense, and not like a, oh, this was interesting. No, it was just because I found myself laughing at what was like funny stuff. Sure. But I was I was definitely more attracted to the dramatic elements, but I just thought yeah. this is intriguing because this is definitely in a time where mental health is not being treated as seriously. Sure. Yeah. So I occasionally th- you are laughing at him. I think they would probably make him the butt of the jokes a lot less um, yeah. these days. People would be a little bit more supportive of him, I think. But Yeah, it's intriguing. Well, at least we would hope. Let's talk about Toxins. Yes. Um, recommendation for the group, which was the song uh, Fancy Clothes by The Main Squeeze. Um, yeah. Honestly, I, um, I thought the song was cool. Mm-hmm. I was nervous heading into it because I know that you guys are very good friends. Yeah. And the We're thing in a is, band together. And, yeah. Yes, you guys are in a band together. And the thing is, you have good taste in music. Mm-hmm. You do. But you and I also don't like all of the same music. For sure. You know, like, it, sometimes it, like, it intersects, but yeah. I was worried I was going to get part of, like, this part that didn't intersect. Yeah, yeah. But what he had me listen to, it wasn't anything crazy. I just thought it had... It had some some funk to it, sure. and I appreciated that. Like it had some, ins- it had some elements that I thought I like where these inspirations are coming from. And for me, the bar sometimes is like not suffering through a song. <laughs> no, no, I know I I've, I know that doesn't yeah. sound great, and I wish I could convey it in a different way. But I am so particular about my music, so I was worried about that. So if it gets over that, I was just like, okay, I try to think what I listen to this casually, what I listen to it actively like would this be like like a new favor or something and it definitely was like a decent casual listen i could say for myself personally yeah. um so when i when i really like the main squeeze i actually liked um the, the the fancy clothes a lot 
It was actually pretty funny now that I've been practicing guitar a little bit more and just like watching the guitarist and seeing some of the stuff that he was playing. I was like, oh, that's a Hendrix chord. They're, they, uh, they, they groove. It's an interesting group. I went and after hearing Fancy Clothes, I was like listening to some of their, uh, some of their covers and everything. And it's, they've got some really interesting stuff that's going on. They did a cover of, um, uh, the Rage Against the Machine, Machine song, uh, Bulls on Parade. Um, and it was, it was really good. It was, they had a DJ with them and everything. It was really cool. Um, so I, I like the main, I, I like the main squeeze. I think I'd, I'd probably start listening to some of their other stuff. Really? Just kind of, yeah. Just kind of see what all they've, they've got. They have a really, a lot of really cool live videos where they do covers. I mean, I don't know that the cover itself is recorded live. Um, but it's a live video of them playing a cover, which I think is pretty interesting. So it's good stuff. Highly recommend. All right, now, uh, with that being said about Monk and the Main Squeeze, let's go ahead and maybe we can talk about our recs for each other. That sounds like a band itself. Yeah, Monk <laughs> and the Main Squeeze. Mr. Monk and the Main Squeeze. That's Ooh, an episode that's... of Monk and a band name. That's a great band name. I like that. Mr. Monk and the... Or just Monk and the Main Squeeze. Ooh, I love... Ooh, that's a great band name. That is... That's good stuff. So, what are we doing? So, Logan, <laughs> would, you, would you like to start with your recommendations? Sure! Um, so, my recommendation... Um, from Dr. Compost was epi- was the first episode of Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So basically, so basically the Umbrella Academy, if I remember correctly, because like, I I watched it I watched it like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like a group of kids. I think it's like eight or nine of them. Um, that they're all born at the same time. Like there's a there's a group of kids that are all born at the same time. Like by women who like were not even previously impregnated they were not even previously impregnated but they're all like born at the same time and the opening the, scene is wild like, yes it is and that's what i was just like oh ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, uh like it was a bit it like i think like because of that it kind of set the tone for like the rest of the episode for me because sure. like it just like it reminded me of uh like what what Ryan Reynolds says is Deadpool and Deadpool 2. Ryan Reynolds says in Deadpool 2, he goes, Oh, you're so dark. Where are you from? The DC universe? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Oh, oh, man. oh yeah. Like, sure. I mean, I mean, like, I think it, like if you're going for like, I think if you're like, for me, I think it kind of like went out of my taste a little bit. Like, especially like with the opening scene, like that, like just kind of set the tone. Um, I'm not like hating on the show in any sense. I'm just sure. saying like, it's like, not for you. Yeah, it's just it, it, like it wouldn't be like something that like I could like binge or like uh, I could be like, oh yeah, like yeah. But um, yeah, like for me, just I don't know, like yeah, it wasn't it wasn't for me in that sense. But so I was like that first scene happened. Then you're yeah, like, I was nope, like, no, nope, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> like, did, did you did you check out of the episode or did you keep watching? I kept watching. Yeah, okay. I was. I was like, oh, how I was, did like, you feel about the rest of it? The rest of it, the rest of it wasn't bad, yeah. But I think I think it was just like the okay. first, the first right. that first bit was just like, ah, and yeah, like, ugh. because like when she, because when she jumps in the pool, yep. yeah, I thought she was, I thought she like got swallowed up because like I looked away from my computer for a second, and I was like, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, oh, oh. And then I just, you just hear everybody screaming, and I was like, wait, what happened? So I clicked back in ten seconds, and I was like, I kind of wish I went back to now. <laughs> I had the same experience watching the episode the first time. I like watched I watched the first like two or three episodes yeah. of Umbrella Academy like a couple of years ago. Um, I, I did too. That was my I watched yeah. the first three and then I just kind of never and never came back to it. Yeah, except it gets when, 
so much better in the end of the first season. Like, it's 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 an age old Netflix story by now. It's like you guys, oh, yeah. you gotta like watch the show. But trust right. me, it's a slow start. But get in three seasons in, and it's like right. really really when good. When you get to the end of the sixth season and that finale hits you, like oh man, you know when you like finished like ten years of watching the show. <laughs> And, and you know, like you get that series finale. It's like the worst thing you've ever seen. Right. But it should, you just like have to watch it. Twenty three movies. You get to, it was a twenty six. I don't remember. Twenty three Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to the ten years, and you get that Thanos snap, and oh boy, it just oh man. And then you get back to the, 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 the and then and then there's the end game, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had the same. I watched the first three. Yeah. Did not watch it again until you were watching it in the apartment. And I would like kind of pass by, which I you know I would I'd be passively watching, and then I think I watched maybe like a few whole episodes with you, but like it was like out of order or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was good. Like I kind of my my struggle is like, do I go back and watch that first season now? Because I've seen at least half of the second season while you were watching it. Mm. But I'm like, I kind of just want to wait for you to watch season three and just <laughs> like passively watch it again. I mean, season two was sorry, Logan. How do you feel? How did you feel about the rest of the episode? Yeah, like I said, like the rest of the episode, like it was like the episode, rest of the episode was good. I just like again, like that first like, opening bit was like <laughs> that, really, that, really shook, that really shook you. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, sad. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if it makes you feel any better, they they barely reference that at Re- all in the rest really? of the first season of okay. the second season. Okay. So like, it's not the central point of the show. I, I'd say like Gerard Way um, is the singer for My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. He, he wrote the comic. Okay. Um, that the show is based on. Um, and I think they just, they kind of wanted just like a weird start for the show or for the, for the books. Um, I mean, it is referenced and I'm sure it is explained later. Um, but, uh, I, I haven't read the comic books, so I don't actually know mm-hmm. what the explanation is. So, right. So my recommendation for you is since like, we're kind of going off like a comic book stance. Okay. Um, there is, I don't know if you, you, you probably, since you're a big comic, comic book guy, like, sure. um, I would say... Uh, so you probably have heard of this guy. Um, on YouTube, there's a guy called Comic Storian. Comic Storian. Yes. Okay, haven't heard of him. Really? I think I've heard of that. Okay, there is there's a video there's a video he does on the um, on the comic book series the on the Incredible Hulk comic book series World War Hulk. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, check it out. It's like 15, 16 minute video. Oh. It's wow. very very good. It's okay. very good. Yeah, it has Sick. like. Four million views, I think. Wow. All right. Yes. Yeah. I'll check that out for sure. I I've, I haven't read World War Hulk, but I want to know what it's oh, about. Oh, so. oh, you you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll be buying a trade this week. Okay, so my recommendation from from a couple episodes ago was from Wasteland, and it was to spend twenty five dollars up to twenty five dollars on myself to treat myself, and mm-hmm. in a way that I wouldn't normally. Mm-hmm. And I've really struggled to figure out how to do this. Really? Yeah, this feels like a cop-out because I don't know if I can 100% say that I completed the recommendation, if that makes sense. Well, elaborate. Um, I thought of, of a di- couple different ways to do it, whether it was just to like take that money and like buy some more clothes for myself or something like that, but that's not necessarily out of the ordinary for me. It's not. I don't know. Like I've, I've, I've tried to think of a couple of, of different ways to do it that would fit the description, but there's not really anything that has 100% come to mind. If I'm being honest... So, I, sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead. I, I, you told me this mm-hmm. about a week ago. Yeah. And I, I said, like, if you still didn't find anything, just kind of, like, mention that on the show. And that was because I just, 
I think it's interesting. This sounds sarcastic, but I'm I'm just being very serious. Sure, sure. I thought it was generally fascinating that you weren't able to think outside of the box on just a way to treat yourself. Yeah. And granted, maybe I set like too low of a money limit. You know, um, like what are massages like fifty bucks or something like sure, that. You know. Like that. Um, but I just I thought that was like interesting. You know, yeah. I, I the whole point is I wanted to make sure that it was like money themed. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and I was like, okay, this would be fun and atypical. It's not just like a movie or something. I was like treat yourself and I thought it could be like a fun challenge I'm just I'm very intrigued by it can I see if something would fit the description it's your money like okay sure. yeah, it's well, your money, all right. so. so I mean like something that I did do what'd you do Kelly and I went to Costco this okay. last week and while we were there I decided I was going to get a snack from Costco mm-hmm. that I couldn't get anywhere else I didn't know if this would fit the description because I do buy chocolate a lot but I bought a thing of like chocolates they were like chocolates from around the world. Mm-hmm. So like I was, and, and honestly, I, I spent time like trying to think about this. I was like, what would I do that I normally wouldn't do? Like, what can I buy myself that I wouldn't normally, or like. I wanted it to be so, a challenge. Like yeah. in the way that you think to break outside of your I, habits. I don't know that I've, that I rose to this challenge, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't can know. I be honest? I'm not sure what I would do. I was thinking about trying to get a massage or something like that. But then I also, I was really busy and didn't have any time to go and do it so oh you could have gotten like a pedicure oh uh, i guess i could have yeah. done that it was pretty cheap it was probably like 28 bucks yeah but i didn't want to like give you ideas on it sure fair enough okay um, yeah well so that's uh so i kind of i guess i failed this week um, <laughs> it's not a winner. Yeah. I, know, I know. It's just I don't know. Just a recommendation. Yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot, and if I and if I eventually do come to figure out what I'm gonna do with for this, I'll I'll fill you all in um, after the fact, of course. But for now, I will say that that recommendation has not exactly been fulfilled. But for Logan Landfill, remind me, because uh, I'm recommending. No, I'm recommending for TJ for Wasteland this week. I don't know why I got, like, immediately twisted up on that. We look a lot alike. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. That's great, because I have a perfect recommendation for you. Um, this doesn't necessarily fit fault, but um, I want you to take my copy of Skyrim for the PS4, mm-hmm. install it on your PS4, Okay. and play Skyrim... With mods. Oh, okay. Start a new save file. Um, and I, there's a list of mods that I will give to you. Um, it's only like two or three. Um, you but know, I have like a character on Switch that I've spent like 30 hours. Yeah, I'm not telling you you need <laughs> to make play, a new character. <laughs> I'm not telling you to play the whole game. Like, mm-hmm. um, at least play a little bit of it to get in it, like, to kind of see what it's like when yeah. you get to play it with mods. Because there are some that like texture packs and things like that that just make the game like just look so much better. It's great. Okay, um, yeah, that's that's intriguing. I'll give that a shot. I'll cool. do it sometime this week. All right. Um, okay. So last episode, a couple episodes ago, my recommendation was from Landfill. You recommended to me Leonhart. It's a PokeTuber. Now I'm a really big Pokemon fan, um, as are all of us on the show. So thought it was a good recommendation until I went to go check out his content. He's a trading card game PokeTuber. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing against the cards, but that is not whatsoever my investment in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The most I got into trading cards was like Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was, I mean, it was probably elementary school, middle school, and I kind of just like got out of it like 7th, 8th grade. Um, and so the TCG, as a show here on Be Known, is not at all my thing whatsoever. And I, I had never felt so alien with something I'm so familiar with. I know Pokemon like... You guys, you guys know how well I know Pokemon. I love it. 
we have we're surrounded by like eight plushes in our we're recording right now alone. But like the TCG, I didn't realize it's a completely different like world. And so I watched something that I was like, okay, I need to watch something that like I'll still understand because I don't really know the TCG that well. And I watched the guy meeting his fans. And the guy genuinely seemed to develop a really nice, kind-hearted connection with his fans, and I really liked that. The thing I didn't like is that he did, he was doing, like, 2012 YouTuber, where it was like, hey guys, what's up? Like, his personality was too much for me, but it was perfect for his audience. Right. And so, I, I felt like the TCD, like, because I play the games, so I hadn't realized, like, what a disconnect that would be for me. I was completely, like, averse, like, wow, I'm not sure... How I can like get myself into this, and I was like worried about being able to like make it through. And it just shows like you know the fandom can kind of like mod- can kind of like manifest itself in like a multitude of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like little kids that he was like meeting his fans, and I thought it was really sweet. Um, he seemed like a great, decent guy, just not a TCG guy. Right. Okay, so my recommendation for you this week is Pokemon related, and that will be coming up again next episode. I want you to watch the first two episodes of the new Pokemon Netflix anime, Pokemon Journeys. It will come up next episode. Um, I just think it's kind of fun what they're doing in terms of giving Ash Ketchum in sort of an atypical journey um, and instead of giving him a job. And they tell Pikachu's origin story in the first episode and they kind of uh, reboot Ash, like a soft reboot for him as to do because he'll be 10 years old forever. But I liked it far more than I thought it was going to. So I, I'd be curious to see what your take is on it. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's our last segment for the episode. Our show uh, and our last fitness episode uh, were edited this time, not by our wonderful usual editor, uh, Bethy. By me! Absolutely. Dr. Compost. And I think he did a kick-ass job. Oh, thanks. It's our more curse word for the episode. It didn't suck. <laughs> I, I will say that. Yeah. Also, um, the theme song for our show was written by my band, Space Between. You can find us on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, you, we, you can find our music on Spotify as well. And speaking of Instagram, you can find us on Instagram. We post sketches sometimes. We'll do yes. like little videos. Um, you can find uh, pictures of some of our fall fashion uh, this upcoming week on what our fall fashion looks like. Aye. Yeah, you can follow us at Team Trashcast. You can also follow us on what is not currently, granted, I'm willing to bet, I hope nothing happens in the future is going to change this, mm. on what is currently not a band in the U.S. app, TikTok. We put some of our videos on Rest TikTok. No, not recipes. It got, uh, it got saved. Oh, it did? Yeah, so we're recording this on Sunday, this, like Sunday, September 20th. Yes. And on Friday, a couple days beforehand, TikTok was like, gonna be like downloads we're gonna stop like um apparently by the administration um and they were just recently uh the president approved like a deal between walmart tech giant oracle and tiktok to create like a u.s branch of the app that won't affect the app itself when people are using it but basically will give like like kind of its own um its own thing that can be operated like here don't know how i feel about walmart owning tiktok not crazy about that but I use it for some fun, and you can find some of our videos on there at Team Trashcast. Also, our next episode is going to be on Pokemon. Yeah. So if you are one of our listeners that just enjoys a soft, endearing show, that next episode is not going to be for y'all. It's going to be our nerdy listeners. We're going to try to see if we can get like a nerdy guest to join us. Yeet. Well, guys, it's been a wonderful show. Mm-hmm. We hope you all have a wonderful autumn. And with that being said, 
Smell you later.